0: Welcome to The Rich Man Podcast with me, your host, corporate dropout turned seven-figure CEO in 18 months, Melanie Aubert. I'm a business coach that's determined to normalize women and wealth. We are completely ditching the old, outdated boys club way of running a business, and I'm teaching you the new way of attraction marketing, soulful selling, and wealth embodiment. Instead of marrying the rich man, we are the rich man. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to talk to you today about the sales conversation. Again, the theme for December is all about sales, how I teach sales, how I teach soulful selling. It's a total vibe. I I want to really invite you to shift your perspective. I want it to feel different. I want you to have mind-blowing moments. So anytime that you're like, holy bananas, that's the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life or thank you for that, let me know. Share it on Instagram. I wanna know what resonates the most with you so I can ensure that I'm always making content that that you genuinely enjoy. So let's dive in without further ado. The sales conversation for most of us is the most difficult piece when it comes to making money, right? If you're in a place where you are, there's momentum when it comes to your positioning, there are people reaching out, there's people engaging, uh, you have leads or prospects, like there, there's some kind of momentum there. And then it comes down to, okay, now, now how do I convert these leads? How do I invite them into my world how, how should that flow go? And I, I briefly talked to you about my very first sales experience with, with a coach that I hired, but I want to talk to you really quickly about my very first selling experience. I was a terrible, terrible salesperson. I, again, like most people do carried a lot of guilt, a lot of shame. I was very nervous because I didn't want to catch them off guard. I, I was, I didn't want to be rejected. Like I was carrying a lot of a lot of fear. And I had met this gentleman on I don't even know where exactly because it's been so long, but I think I pitched myself to him. I was a hustler. So when I, when I found this gentleman, he was selling rental units. It was like an Airbnb type of thing, but like not Airbnb. I don't even know how to explain it. And, um, during our conversation, we talked a lot about, I actually think he hired me from Upwork. Is that what it was? I don't even know. Regardless. So we had a conversation briefly via some sort of text and the agreement was, and I was like talking about all the things I could do. I'm like, let's hop on a call. I didn't know how to navigate the conversation prior to the sales call. So I just, I was a wing in it. When I got onto the sales call before I even facilitated the actual call itself, I was so scared. This is before zoom was like a thing. It was just like a phone conversation and when we got on the phone call, I was like, I, I was trembling. Thank God there was no Zoom. I was vis- visibly trembling. I was shaking. I was sweating. I was like on the verge of throwing up. I was very scared. And so we're talking and, and uh, you know, going through the whole conversation flow. And then when, when he prompted the question of, what do you think I need? How can you help me? I just word vomited everywhere. Like I was like, I could do blogging. I could do social media, blah, blah, blah. Like all these things I said I could do for him, funnels, blah, blah. blah. Like it was, it was almost like looking back, I'm cringing because I, it was, it was terrible. I think I went on for like a solid 40 seconds. That's a long time to talk. I went on for a solid 40 seconds to the point where he interrupted me and said, this is the worst sales call I've ever been on. Like he was literally so annoyed that I wasted his time. Talk about the worst moment of your life, right? Uh, my biggest fear realized. And I was like, uh, uh, and I literally just hung up the phone. I just, I just hung up the phone because I was already like, okay, this is clearly an L I'm really embarrassed. So we're just going to roll with it. And in that moment, I want to talk about one piece here that really stands out to me is I had a choice in that moment. I could have sat in the belief that I was carrying that I suck at sales. And I've always said that my husband, I tried to sell a sandbox for my mother-in-law to garage sale. And I end up selling it for less than what the lady even asked it for. Cause I was so scared. It, like we joked that I was a bad salesperson. And so I carried this belief and I, and I had a choice in that moment to say, okay, you know what? This is not, this, this is not for me. I'm not cut out for this. I don't have what it takes to be a good salesperson. I'm just, this is not, this is not it. But in that moment I decided like, okay, the worst happened, right? The worst possible outcome was someone laughed in my face, told me I sucked and that it happened and I'm still alive. Right. I'm still, I'm still alive. And I was like, okay, the worst is over. The second time has to be better. Like that was my perspective on the whole thing. So I want you to know that the first time you sell anything is not gonna be the best. Um, the first time you sell, let's say a higher ticket, it won't be the best. The first time you raise your prices, the selling of that won't be the best, like be okay with finding your flow, practicing. You're only going to get better at it. But I wish what I'm teaching you is things that I wish that I knew. No one taught me this. I was only taught the sleazy way of selling. So sales conversations. One thing that we do that I did was when people reach out, it doesn't really matter if you sell in the DMs, sell on a phone call. It really doesn't make a difference. I would say, I would say if you're scared of sales calls, I would do sales calls until until you're not scared of sales calls. Uh, from there, you can sell any which way you want. I sell $20,000 plus packages in the DMs. Like there's no sales call. It, it's okay, right? We we do it. So just know that there is no, well, at this price point, you should get on a call. It, there really is no right or wrong way. It's it's just whatever feels the best to you and whatever whatever you're doing from a place that's rooted in the intention is good and not rooted in fear, right? Like you're just avoiding things because you're scared. We don't want that. So in the sales conversation leading up to the actual sales call or, or that that conversion piece, that pitch piece, we wanna make sure that we are having a conversation. We're having a conversation. The way you would talk to me, if you and I went out to lunch together and I was like, tell me more about what you do, tell me what lights you up, tell me what you're passionate about, you would easily explain it to me, right? Like you would easily say, oh my gosh, I have this program, I have this offer, I have this thing. I love it so much. Like it would just come out of you naturally where we get so scared to talk like that. And like where that, that, that switch flips when we start to go like the sweating knees, weak palms are sweaty, Eminem M um, kind of wrap. I want you to just take a nice deep breath. When we enter this, the sales conversation, it really is just a conversation. It really just is an invitation. When people are reaching out to either work with you, to inquire more information about a program or an offer, what I do not want you to do is start word vomiting all over them. What happens is when we do that, the person is typically, there's too many pieces of what you just said that they have to decipher and like either keep rereading or if it's on a live call, they have to like sift through all the things that you said We want it to be as simple as possible. So if someone's reaching out to you asking, let's say, more information about a program or offer, ask a question back. What would you like to know more about? Put the ball in their court. Let them tell you specifically what it is they're looking for more information on. Okay? That simple. If someone's saying, hey, I love your services, I really want to know more about, you know, if if this is right for me, if this will help me, you say, awesome, absolutely, I would love to have that conversation, tell me more about what you feel like you need help with. You see how that's like an easy flow of conversation. You will hear me use the examples of sales and dating. When we're on, let's say, a first date and the person we've obviously agreed to go on the date, so something about them uh, we felt attracted to, like someone coming into your DM, someone inquiring to work with you, like the the first initial excitement or uh, attraction is there. It's there. Imagine going on this first date and all of a sudden when the person asks you, like, "Oh, tell me more about yourself, you just unleash everything. You start to go ham on why you're so great, why they should marry you, why you make a perfect spouse, uh, why you love what you do, uh, all the things that you ben- you could benefit that person from in the relationship. I cook, I clean, blah, 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 That person on the other end would be like, what the hell is wrong? Are you, are you okay, right? The neediness energy, we feel that, right? We feel like we have to give them all the details and like tell them everything when we don't have to do that. It's a conversation. If they say something as simple as, let's say you're on a date, right? I'm not a dating expert, but you'll get the gist. If you're on a date and they say, tell me more about yourself, you'd say, oh my gosh, here's what I do. Here's why I love it so much. What about you, right? Like it's, it's that simple. So what I want you to do, this is like a, a hot tip. Write this down, put it in your back pocket, save this for later. When they ask you a question, the DMs ask a question back. What do you need more help with? what does this look like for you? Was there a package that got you really excited? What are your goals? What are you looking to achieve? What is the thing? What question do you have about X offer X thing, X, Y, and Z allow them to tell you specifically what they need or what they are looking for. And then from there you go into the thing. If someone is, let's say, asking for free information, the DMS, we get that sometimes, right? A-okay. People are just very inquisitive. They don't know your boundaries. We got to make your boundaries clear when it comes to what they can and cannot ask you. So what I personally do is I have like a two, a two free value, free tip, uh, max. So someone's in my DMS asking me like, Hey, I have a question when it comes to this thing, that thing, I will give them a, Hey, here's what I would consider doing. And then they are very likely to say, okay, awesome but what about this? Or can you talk more about this thing? I will give one more piece of advice before I say, hey, you know what? It would make more sense if you jumped into this offer. I cover this way more in depth and then just allow them to respond from there because here's the truth of the matter. I can't change your business. I can't change your life in the DMs. It's it's not information that's the struggle, it's the application. So my, my programs and my offers help you with the application. They help with information, they help you with the education. Like there's a whole... I built it out for a reason and it's, it's transformational for a reason. Me going back in the back and forth and DMs is actually doing you a disservice. So if they ever were to say, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I didn't know, or, or can you tell me more information? I just make it clear that I'm not trying to be rude by any means, but I know that I'm not helping you by, by continuing to give you like small bits and pieces of advice, I need to know like the whole scope of it. There, there's a lot of things that need to be done, conversations that need to be had, so on and so forth. So. If they're inquiring, ask a question back. If they're asking for free advice, have like a one or two tip rule. And then from there, invite them into the most appropriate offer. Your offer helps people. Your work is of high service. What you do is is transforming lives. It's helping people. There should be no shame in selling it. You're never twisting someone's arm and saying, get in this program or else... I'm going to hurt you. Right. It's just a, Hey, here's an invitation. I know you're self-led. I know you're intelligent. I know if you want this, you will join. That's it. It's like when you date someone, right? When you're on the first date, you're not going to be like, so, you know, second date, are we going on a second date? Like a second date, you know, that if they are into it, they will ask or say yes to the invitation to a second date. Like you don't have to push for it. You don't have to probe for it. You don't have to be weird about it. Sales is just a conversation. Had I known this prior to my very first sales experience, it would have looked entirely different. Here's how this conversation probably would have went with the knowledge that I have now. Number one, I would have vetted this said person prior to the phone call because why waste our time? I think that I was just so excited that someone wanted to work with me that I was just like blind with like opportunity not always good, right? Saying no, just as powerful as saying yes. I would have gotten the call and said, okay, tell me more about where you're at, where you want to go and and what you're looking to achieve in our work together. And then when he would tell me what he was looking to achieve, I would uh, add my two cents if I saw some gaps in where he could improve, where I could bring my expertise into it. And then what I would like to see when it comes to what I know, when it comes to social media, when it comes to, you know, getting more bookings via uh, his his. Product offer, whatever you want to call that, his houses, and then from there would have been like, here's my one package, and left it at that. Versus just saying, I could add this, that, the other thing, and it's nine hundred dollars a month. It was, it was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. But now I know, right? The first iteration of that is over. Sales just a conversation. When we lead from a neediness energy, when we lead with, a, oh my gosh, they have to say yes or else, or uh, I'm so excited they don't say yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a panic attack. We make things mean something, which we're gonna talk about in the next episode when it comes to how to handle sales objections, what that looks like, how I navigate those. Uh, But sales conversation, make it easy, less is more. You will find that less details for an offer sells more than more details for an offer. I don't know who started this standard, but the belief that sales pages have to be 9,000 words long, by the time I even get to a sales page, I'm already sold. Do we even read all the information? No. If you are someone who reads all the information on a sales page, please let me know who you are in the DM. Send me a DM because you're a unicorn. This belief that we have to like do all these weird sales things in order for us to, to have conversions or reach some kind of level of success is not true. I don't see my people as conversions or numbers that are people. I know how to have a normal conversation just as we would if we were sitting down and having coffee together. I can sit down and have coffee and still hold my power. I can still have a conversation with you without feeling like you're taking advantage of me or that I, I have to somehow like move this into a sale or I have to somehow like it's just, it all flows. It's all one thing. It's not a separate thing. It all is one thing. Your sales conversation is just a conversation. It's not a, here is your, you know, regular scheduled content. Here's a regular communication. Then here's your sales communication. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. Where that belief came from, I have no idea. I'm going to assume it's just how we've been exposed to sales and and what we believe to be true. And I'm here to change that, right? Soulful selling, just a conversation, just a conversation. That's it. If you have any questions when it comes to this, let us know. I hope this was helpful. On our next episode, we're going to talk about sales objections, how I handle those, what I do about them it's going to be juicy. So make sure you tune in. Do not forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, share this on your stories. I want to know if you are loving it so far, happy selling. Let's sell some soulful sales. Let's sell the crap out of your products, your programs, your offers, because they're fantastic. They change lives. You're beautiful. You smell nice. I love you. Thank you for being here. And I will catch you on the next episode of the rich man podcast.